All right, folks, today is June 28th, 2018. This is Travis, and I am Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio is on the Hubazoo Network. That is hubazoo.com. And not only am I on the Hubazoo Network tonight, not only is it episode 99, but I have Hubazoo with me tonight. So without any further ado, I want to welcome uh, Keith Hayes, a.k.a. Sinister One, and uh, Tony Arnold, who formed the Hubazoo team. And, and why are we talking to these guys tonight, people? Because about two years ago, they helped launch what you hear today you. when you hear a podcast. Thanks for the invite. Radio. Gents, welcome to the show. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of like thinking everybody's hip about episode 100, but to me, this episode is really the one that um, I, I like. Because it's kind of like on my motorcycle last weekend when I went from 16,000 miles <laughs> to 17,000 miles. I was really excited when it hit 99. So I'm, I'm really excited to have this here tonight. I mean, I never thought I'd get this far, guys. And one of the questions I'm asked a whole lot is, many, many, many what years is ago, There was a couple of us fellas it? sitting around doing well, what we call late night radio. You know, we were on the Internet. We were chatting. We did uh, sports radio programming. Uh, then it was just a bunch of guys sitting around drinking a bunch of beers and and it moved on to, you know, meeting up with uh, Keith Hayes and, and the booth. But as we kind of got past being a bunch of guys sitting around drinking beers at the table, we became Hoobazoo, which is now Client Management Services. So we specialize in the area of, of really helping podcasters get their shows off the ground, you know, uh, offering tools that are, are helpful to the podcasters as far as website. Uh, radio programming, live radio stations, you know, things of that nature. But it really just gets in the 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 the, the nuts and bolts of the core of just being a podcaster with the tools they need to get started in the business. So for those of you who didn't know, I, I literally approached these two guys about two years ago, almost, well, maybe 26 months ago to be precise but we'll just call it two years and, and i had this idea and, and i didn't really know what to do with the idea so i i want to ask when you when you guys heard my idea about doing this podcast for military and veterans you know what went through your mind well okay, that, that mind would be that, that would be me because we were at the uh, massachusetts radio conference for the deal doorman um dedication and i believe that was the first year of that event and um it was great stuff because you would come up to me and I was like, wow, I never heard anybody with this idea of a podcast or a show before. So I said to myself, wow, you know, let me let me check this guy out and see what he has to say. And uh, it worked out because when you when you talked to me, I felt in your heart and, and in your eyes that you were really dedicated to this, making it work and making it happen. I said, you know what, I'm gonna have to do what I gotta do to make this happen for this guy, and you know, it was it was gonna be worth walking him through it and kind of coaching him on his weak points, and then you know, helping him utilize his strong points. Yeah, and just to kind of elaborate a little bit, I, I was excited when Keith approached me with the situation as well after he had you know had his introductions with you, and you know, being uh, being a brother of a, a Marine Corps veteran who retired you know 20 years, I, I've I've been through every bit of his life and, you know, his travels and, you know, things that went on in his military career and, and just being a huge supporter of family and, 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 and the way that they have always been, you know, 
part of our, you know, armed forces community, uh, I was really excited to jump into this one for sure. Well, I started off knowing absolutely nothing. I had the idea and the concept there I was trying to put together. And I guess the first thing that really hit me was, man, there's a ton of options for, for podcasters out there. But I can say to people when they ask me about my Hoobazoo experience, I said very few of them will give you the coaching and the tools to kind of make your idea your brand. And that's really unique in this landscape where there's thousands of podcasts. Now, in the last two years... Yeah, go to a podcast and you have guys, there'd be like 20 people there. Now there's a hundred. I mean, how is the podcast, you know, well, I, I just want to roll back real quick because there is an interesting story. Years. It's kind it's of a funny story now. about how Oscar Mike radio did come to Hoobazoo. I remember when I first approached Tony after I had met you and discussed to Tony that, um, that I had this guy with a military show. And the funny thing was, is I remember Tony's response was, well, really? He goes, yeah, I just talked to a guy. He wants to bring his show to Hoobazoo, and he goes, it's a military show, too. And I was like, oh, I says, well, what, what does he have? And then Tony said to me, oh, this guy's got this, 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 this. And I said, look, I met this guy, and this guy has this, 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 but I think this guy's got it in his heart. And Tony says, are you sure? Because this other guy says he can do this, this, this. And I said, well, I said, Tony, I says, I talked to this guy. I says, this guy is willing to listen to us and let us walk him through it. And I says, I think this guy's going to pay off. And Tony actually listened to my advice, and we actually decided to go with Oscar Mike Radio. And I'm not sure if Tony remembers that conversation that in that same week that I had met Travis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it, it you know, just backstory on that as well, it, it, that our other business partner, Dustin DeSilva, uh, he also is, you know, in the film and TV game, and, and he was working with a guy, a colonel out of uh, – out of uh, uh, down south Florida somewhere, or Georgia. But with that being said, uh, when you're talking about hard, I mean, the, the guy was excited to do it, but I just, I, like you said, I didn't feel that that was going to happen, and, and literally it fell off the page. So I was very happy that we made the decision and, and went down the right track with it. Well, it's, it's been great for me. I mean, there there were some growing pains, guys. I got to tell you, I'm starting to remaster my old shows and put them on YouTube, and I'm like, oh my god, those were some painful. Uh, if you could, if you could have only gotten the calls from Tony, again. like I got. Wow, <laughs> which was good stuff. Get get this get this guy trained in speaking, and I said, look, it will ah. come, it will come. He'll get it. I'm like, he's new, he's fresh, and the mistakes and things that you were doing were all rookie things. And as long as you took the advice and listened and, and became more, your thing was you weren't comfortable behind the mic yet. And that's with everybody. Everybody that first time, they don't know how to open up their real military. You were real military. That's pretty much the easiest way to say it. You were just straightforward, so military. And I remember Tony yes. saying to me, hey, you got to get this guy to open up and not drill sergeant everybody week after week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking for a, a – that's okay. I I was, I was just it, all I was going to say is, is I was looking for a uh, a Robin Williams Good Morning Vietnam and <laughs> and we were getting we were getting we we were getting uh, the 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 drill instructor uh, Travis Partington instead. It, 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 well, it's brutal listening to them, but you're right uh, because the the messed up thing was is I, I do 
public speaking and singing out in public, right? I do, I do that, and I'm, I'm comfortable doing that. But getting behind the mic and trying to listen to myself do this was, was, was not fun at first. And now, like we're talking tonight, and it's just three guys having a conversation. I'm having a great time doing it. So I really, yeah, you, you guys kept hammering that point. I'm like, okay, I gotta. I, I, and, I, and I think it was a combination of you both just saying, hey, man, just, just pretend like you're talking to one person out there, you know, in the Humvee, in the desert, and just having a good time after a day of training. And it started to, to work that way. But that those are things that, you know, when I listen to other podcasts now, I, I, I get it. You know, there's people that are have done more episodes than me but still aren't, don't have it working behind the mic, and it's brutal. But you guys well, let me thing. kind of take oh, my lumps and, and, and well, know, all I was going to say is, that, and I don't know if I'm changing topic, but you know, podcasting is the way to go, and and for you to get in the time that you got in was was perfect. I mean, even the people that are out there making millions and millions of dollars in film and TV, for instance, Doctor Oz. I was watching the Doctor Oz show uh, randomly as I was flipping through channels, and he was talking about how he has created you know a podcast, and it just started a couple of months ago. And so when you got people like that who are making you know, money hand over fist that are now getting the podcasting game. They understand there's value to it. And this is just a new thing. And there's a total market for it too, because, you know, now with Facebook live integrating Facebook TV and Facebook podcasting shows, um, I actually just went into the Facebook live software this week and um, they've added editing tools now to your Facebook live podcast. So Facebook is really hammering down on the Facebook live podcast site. And um, it's going to open up a lot more. You know that Tom Brady had his own vlog that was very successful. And um, you've got a lot of people. You've got a lot of people out there that are vlogging and doing podcasting at so many levels. And um, you're seeing it. Podcasting is, I hate to say it, podcasting is killing um, AM, FM radio as we know it. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because... Right around the time that I want to get into this, I was told to do a radio show, do a radio show. And I contacted a couple of stations before I talked to you guys. And if I didn't have a broadcast background or for the FM stations, forget it. On the AM stations, they said, you know, we'll let you come on and do your thing. But we want $2,000 a month, $3,000 a month with a four-month of airtime up front. If you get a sponsor, you get to keep whatever you, you your take is over what you pay us, and it was just it was just never going to happen. So I, I I played around with the idea, and I'm like this this might work. So the whole way to, to start this, yeah, there was, there was a lot of work in, in, in setting it up and doing it. And well, it was it fortunate that the, you had people that understood how to use the equipment, the and how to integrate huge. with you know the systems that we have developed you know within our team, and and by all means, I, I can't say that we're we're the most technological system out there because, you know, we don't have millions and millions and millions of dollars to go invent our own software and get our own thing going. And, you know, we're piecemealing a bunch of stuff together that works. And in teaching and in, in really presenting the system to some individual and, and just to back talk for one second, we're creating tools that we are going to put out on the Internet that are going to walk people through these type of systems that we develop, you know, to help new podcasters get out there. But, you know, it. it we love what we do. Well, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you guys had a method. It doesn't matter what tools you use. You knew how to use them. 
and, and I got to say this to to my listeners, they knew how to show me how to use them in real, you know, line item, step action table type manner that made it easy for me to pick up on it and figure out, okay, that's what they're trying to get me to do and do it. And the cool thing was by listening to you both, I was able to see the benefit right there. And I don't think you get that with other kinds of services. They'll take your podcast and host it, but they're not going to really help you at all. They're just going to take your money and and put it up there on their server and be like, hey, that's is what it is. It's, that's what my feeling is. And, and what I tell people about Hubazoo and, and why I'm so excited to be a part of this family is you both took a real interest and a real commitment to what I was trying to do. And, and, and now... We're we're looking at episode two hundred, you know, two years from now. For so me, it's just seeing the success of that's Oscar how Radio I describe the Hoobazoo comes from experience. the fact that that you you listen to us. You you also listen to the the advice we gave you. A lot of times, you try to give some advice to people, they don't listen. Like when you asked me about getting guests, and I said, okay, I said anybody can write a letter to get guests. You were real nervous about it. And I says, look, you work at the VA and stuff. I says, just take the business letter that you use at work as a template. And then when you want to and just plug in what you want to do when you're asking for a guest. And I says, and don't be scared of asking a guest to come on your show. It's a 50, 50 shot. If you're in the, if you're at a casino and you have 50, 50 yards, you're going to take those 50, 50 yards every time. They're either going to say yes, or they're either going to say no. And some are going to say no, but don't let that discourage you because those no's will sometimes turn into yes when your show starts to pop off. And if I'm not mistaken, you did have somebody in the beginning who did tell you no. And as your show started to get some steam, didn't they end up on your show? After a while, they, they, they came back and asked you to come on your show. So, it, yeah. it, And you've listened to everything. And like I said, we, you know, we joke about the harsh criticism we gave you about being so one-dimensional in the beginning. But you took that advice. You could have told us, hey, guys, you don't know what you're talking about. F you and I'm out of here. Um, I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. But you didn't. You took our advice. You listened to what we told you. And you spun that into a, a successful podcast. Well, and by, only, by, by doing what you did as far as listening to us and, and, and you know, following some of the instruction that we gave you, you really got a good grasp of the basic tools of how this thing could get done. And since then, you've been able to to, to – create your own systems with it buy your own microphones and get your own recording equipment and and, and things that you've done on your own and just by learning the basics of this is what we need to do this is why we do it and how we do it, that's allowed you to really grow in your own personal growth with it as well i believe oh yeah absolutely i mean you, you know i just got a uh, a new microphone from monoprice that was rated really high and I really like it, but knowing the, the rules of setting it up and how to make it work with the software that, that I use, uh, goes back to those first fumbling steps of how to set this stuff up. The first microphone I had was nowhere near what this one is. And the, and the funny thing is they both cost about the same amount of money. What I'm trying to say is, uh, a lot of the equipment that was out two to five years ago is cheaper now because everybody's getting into podcasting. So, it's been great. I think. I think for me, the the, the enjoyment I get out of it is is listening to a finished um, episode. I do and like, wow, I, that sounds better than it did, you know, twenty episodes ago. Or that that guest did come back on. Like for instance, I've had on uh, Mistress Carrie uh, three times now on my show. She's on next week, and, and 
you know, she didn't have to say yes, but she may have saw the same thing you guys did. And if you listen to all three episodes, they've each gotten better. And, and that's allowed me to really, you know, be comfortable with somebody online, especially like her, who has, she has 20 years in this. She doesn't talk to me, but we have a great time. And, and it goes back to what you said in the first um, Dale Dorman session, Keith, is you know, you've got to treat your guests like guests and respect their space and their privacy and and and, and respect them and, and they'll give you the respect back and that's how I've operated. So I if you're a listener and you know you're you're listening to this podcast or you listen to a podcast and you, you come across Hubazoo, what do you both look for or, or how would you tell somebody to, to get started? I mean maybe the same things you told me, but has anything changed drastically in the last two years, well, that Keith kind of is more game for a podcast hands now, on in the area of when I got the, in. The technicality. I mean, you know, he, he uses the software through his own shows that he does as well. And so I'm going to kind of turn this one over to Keith as far as how he's seen the changes go over in the last year or two. Oh, good Lord, man. Uh, how, where do we begin? We, we've since the time that I've been with uh, helping Oscar Mike radio, there's been some really severe changes to the Internet landscape. As far as podcasting, and I remember the first year that I met Travis and, and Travis came to talk to me, um, that year was the first year that Facebook Live, actually it was, it was two weeks before um, I met Travis that Facebook had unveiled Facebook Live. And my feeling about Facebook Live and, and podcasting was that this is going to boost everything there is about podcasting. Um, because Facebook was changing the game and allowing people to now take all those people that they have as friends on Facebook platform and put them right into their podcast and boost, boost their podcast instead of trying to get them to go to the SoundCloud, instead of trying to get them to go to, to, to Podcast Cloud or whatever site that they were using. It's You're now real-time getting those people in there. Since that time that I've met Travis and we've been utilizing Facebook and utilizing our website, Hoobazoo, um, You've gotten real live chat. You're getting real significant numbers uh, to where if you want to get advertising, you've got numbers to provide people. So it the game has changed for podcasters so much um, to where podcasting now where you're, you're looking at the people who are coming on as guests, for example. You know, back when podcasting first started, you know, you didn't have big name people on as guests on your podcast. Now you go out there and let's take this last Avengers Infinity War that was just out there. Um, you had Chris Pratt and all these guys from the Avengers movie going on podcasts to promote a Marvel movie, which made millions and billions of dollars. And, and I'm like, wow, two years ago, you wouldn't have seen that. But that's where podcasting is today, where you're getting big multi-million dollar movies telling their stars to go on a podcast. And that's where it's at. And if you've got a name for yourself and if you're out there and if you're attached to it, um, you could be successful. I know um, you, you were able to hook up with um, Bill Belichick was involved in an event where it was about DJ. Yeah, Tim Gray's uh, documentary, he did it in a, in a drone uh, in, in 4K and Bill Belichick narrated it and got to, to have him on as a guest. It was great. I was going to say it all definitely falls into that. Don't be scared to ask for the guest to come on. Cause yes. Uh, you know, we formed a group. Uh, Keith and I formed a group a little while back uh, called Podcast World on Facebook. And, you know, if you're a podcaster, don't don't hesitate to jump on in with us and, and talk with other people that are in the business. But we have seen the growth in some of these guys that have come into this podcast world. We've got this guy, Elias, with the uh, Man Cave Chronicles. 
And I, I just I can't believe every time I see every week I see a guest that he has on there, these actors and singers and all these people that are current and relevant. Um, it's just amazing. And he's just a year into it. You know, so it is easy to get guests these days for podcasts, as Keith was saying. That, that's certainly been a big change I've seen. So speaking of podcasts and the Hubazoo Network and the Hubazoo family, what are some of the other podcasts you all have on your network that we could uh, talk about? Well, right now, I mean, obviously, we have our NASCAR show, Drafting the Circuits. Uh, Keith has got his show, The Booth. Uh, we're working with a couple other podcasters right now that are into uh, religion and, uh, you know, politics and things of that nature. We, we just ended our relationship uh, with uh, Kevin Jackson, who is with Fox News Radio. Uh, our contract was up. Kevin uh, had other things that he wanted to move on and do other than podcasting. So, uh, but a lot of stuff on the horizon. I think our big focus and our big push right now is, is to to launch the relaunch the brand per se, uh, which is going to happen within the next four weeks here. Uh, how to videos, instructional videos on, you know, how to use the systems and put things together and, and really guide, you know, our clients um, through the process on how to create their own shows and move forward. And, and we'll put a big push at that stage of the game and, and you know, I wouldn't hesitate to say that we'll probably have 40 or 50 new podcasters within the next 12 months. Well, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing. I mean, for me, guys, uh, what has really taken me back some of the episodes I've done, there's been a couple episodes, if I can for a second, that have really stopped me cold. Not so much when I'm talking to the person, but when I'm doing the post-production, the editing. And they were around a Gold Star family member who lost her brother to... Uh, the end result of PTSD couldn't get help and, and took his own life. That, that was, that was a, one of those where you just shut up and you let the person talk and it was, it was something else. And then the, the other episode that really sticks out in my mind is, um, the, these, these people who advocated for this, this pit bull that was killed by his, uh, his owner's girlfriend, and to hear this guy talk about what this animal did for his life just stopped me cold. Just absolutely stopped me cold. And then, you know, there's other podcasts that are around that where I'm like, wow, yeah, they were on my show and I talked to them. But I got a lot more out of it than I think they realized. Uh, last but not least, I have to say this. Uh, you kind of turned me on this one, Keith. Richard Fitz Jr., local guy right here in Abington is doing this documentary on his father's service in Vietnam and finding his father's, you know, they found his remains and brought it back and buried him. Being a part of that and Richard seeing, you know, what I did for, you know, raising awareness and allowing me to see and talk about his father's experience, it's just something I would have never done if I hadn't started the podcast. And I think this is why I like doing it. Uh, still after all these episodes, it's just been an amazing trip and the best is yet to come because I think you guys are right. I, I go back and listen to the old episodes and there is progress being made in production and how I, how I talk and, and how I relate to people and people open up to me. So a lot of that, you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls is just because of how Hubazoo, Keith and, and Tony built the platform, built the foundation. And you know, well, my, my dream... Yeah, no, we appreciate it. And, and my dream is still, I would love to see Oscar Mike Radio on the Military News Network. I would just love to see that happen, that, to see that simulcast happen would be phenomenal. 
Well, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I mean, you know, um, doing some stuff now, incorporating some video, doing some stuff now, incorporating some Facebook Live. And you're right, Keith. You can see the numbers right there. You can tell what. I mean, I can, I've even taken a couple of my my old episodes and put them up there. I can tell when people really lock in and listen when they drop off, and and you can really measure how you do if you want to get down that level, or you can have some fun and really just kind of you know, uh, chat back and forth with your listeners. It's, it's, it's a really fun way to, uh, to have that interaction with people who care enough to listen to what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Good stuff. So, um, now I know you do the booth, Keith, what's, what's that like? Because you actually do the booth with two other people. So it's a very different experience when I listen to the booth than say, you know, what I do when I'm by myself. You know, the booth is something that, that, you know, it's it's developed over the years into something that's it's on the fly. Um, we wear our hats on the sleeve, and any, at any time our show can change. And that's what I love about our show. And, and, you know, and I'm blessed with doing the show with Ken Diesenhoff, who is called Ken Diesel. He's a defense attorney for over 30 years. And now we've picked up Colonel Robert Resnick, who is a JAG officer in the military. Um, he's done some tours overseas. But they know their stuff. And, you know, our show, we talk we can talk politics real hardcore politics in our first half hour. And then we can switch and talk to a rapper within 15 minutes. And then we're making jokes and making people laugh in the last 10 minutes of the show. So you never know when you listen to the booth, you never know what you're going to get with our show. And I love that, that it's just that unknown of the show and, and how it can take you. And, you know, what I'm really loving right now is, you know, we utilize Facebook live and our website, the Hoobazoo website, and, you know, we're seeing people in our chat, in our live chat. And what we're really liking now is is the live chat. Last week we had 12 people in the chat, and, you know, we've had people giving us real-time comments and real-time questions. And, you know, it also changes the format of the show. When you have, when you have people that are engaged and they're asking questions and they're being emotional, like two weeks ago um, we had the, the, the summit, was the G7 summit between Kim and Trump. And that Tuesday, we had people in the chat. You were in there yourself, and the chat was popping with questions left and right. And you know what? We had to answer those questions. It, it kind of changed the format of what we wanted to do with the show that night. But we again, when we signed off, we said, hey, guys, it's about you guys. If, you, if people are coming in and you're listening to the show and you're asking questions, you're damn right. We're going to answer those questions for you because if it wasn't for you guys coming into the chat and listening to the show and asking questions, there'd be no show. So the numbers are there, and Here's the thing. We've got people in there asking questions, but we've got a ton of people in there that I'm looking at now with our numbers that are actually listening to the show, but they're not commenting. But they're there and they're listening. And, and you know, we're, we're going to build on that. So it's good stuff. So, so, so are you both saying to me, it sounds like you're both saying to me that really it's about getting consistently better. If you can start at point A knowing nothing but continually work and gradually improve and hone your craft, it's going to get better. You're going to have more fun. The shows are going to get better. Absolutely. And I, the other thing I have to really, really stress the most on is it's not ever going to be instant success. You know, unless you've got mm-hmm. a marketing budget that is just falling out of your wallet and ready to be spent, it's going to take hard work. It's going to take time. You know, as long as you listen and, and, and you, you know, do the things that are necessary in order to grow your brand, you're going to get there. But it's going to take time. And you need to yeah. you need to be patient. Patience is is everything in this game. Yeah, patience, consistency, and being able to grow with how the game changes. Like I said, 
you know, we've had to change our show because of the way social media has changed. Social media has changed so fast and so much in the last two years. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get on these things and get things done the way that we need to get it done. And uh, so, so we can be successful. Absolutely. Okay. I was just going to say adaptability. I was just absolutely recapping on what uh, Keith was saying. So we're winding down. The odometer, in, in my case, has hit sixteen nine ninety nine on my motorcycle last weekend. <laughs> we're getting ready to flip over. I'm really excited seeing those numbers flip. This is exciting stuff. So just just for, for grins, what would you guys like to see me do or grow or focus on for the next 100 episodes? High level. Just shooting, shooting uh, blanks here. Uh, you know, I would say the thing that we'd really like to see you grow on is your, your marketing. You know, pushing of your brand. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, email campaigns and, and joining other groups out there throughout the social media outlets, you know, that are – you know, military awareness, military veterans. There's so many, so many, so many thousands of those. And just push and push and push. And ultimately, maybe get somebody uh, to help you out, you know, because you, you're a one-man show. You raise children. You, you do the things that are necessary to survive like every other living American does these days. And sometimes it doesn't hurt to, to reach out and say, hey, is somebody interested? You know, can you help me push this brand? Can you help me get the marketing? And you know, get somebody to really help you, you know, get your name out there, you know, as we've tried to do over the last year or so. Oh, no. I mean, you guys have fed me several uh, guests and opportunities that, you know, I've taken. And, and it's been, a, a, you know, cool to see where those things have gone. People really responded. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, it's so, sometimes it, you know, they use the terminology, you got to spend a little money to make a little money. But I, I don't think that's the case in this game. I really think it's a matter of fact of just... You know, getting out there and talking and being social and, and really pushing hard to, you know, make people aware of what you're, you know, you're trying to do and what you're trying to provide. And I think you've done a, an excellent job at it. And I think we've got to continue to grow with your presence out there on the Internet. Sounds well, good. Gents, well, gents, the, the odometer is, is getting ready to roll. Uh, you know, good good episode for uh, next week with Mistress Carrie from WAF. She's been you know, cool as hell, and it has some good stories to tell, and it's been it's been really great working that relationship. But you know, folks, for for me, it, it's just uh, people ask what Hubazoo is and and how this happened. Well, in a nutshell, this is how this all happened over time, and everything that uh, Tony and Keith you know told me uh, is true, has worked, and will continue to work. So, you know, guys, do you have anything to add before we shut this down? Now, I just want to say that uh, I think that what sets Hubazoo aside from everybody else is that, you know, we give a darn. You know, we're a family. We feel like we're a family when we work with our people. And, you know, sometimes we'll yell and scream at each other, but ultimately we'll all get to the same goal, which is, you know, to, to, to build that brand. And, you know, that's what family's all about. Absolutely. Sister One. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, I just want to see what you do for the next 100 shows, man, because... It's been great to watch you do the first 100. I'm excited. Absolutely, guys. It's an exciting time, and I'm really honored and pleased to have you on tonight. And, and I think you, you both are right. This is a, a family. I feel like I'm part of a family, not by myself. So I can't wait to see. So uh, I'm on 17,000 miles on my motorcycle now. Uh, we're getting ready to roll over to 100. Thank you very, very much. We'll be uh, doing this again soon. And uh, OMR is out. <laughs> <laughs>